listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. If P wants you dead, I ain't coming with niggas. Just a blunt and a tray pound and plenty of liquor. So your homies got something to pour. That's that old school shit. And I ain't trying to put you under the floor. Trying to bang niggas over the clouds. And I heard you say you rich so you can't get lower than style. Kill everybody dead just so no one can smile. Play the streets my whole life and I've been flowing a while. Biggie, I rock every since ever since my nigga was shot and my other nigga was shoot shit i'm just telling the truth if a lie may i die in the middle of the verse my niggas hustle from first to first 12 months a year gun on the waist blunt in your ear hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and angry. the locks always crack me up man them niggas albums was so unrealistically hardcore it was kill everybody there so no one can smile what ah Styles, if you he's like and if i'm lying i die in this verse like nigga if you're telling the truth you should be under the jail like yes yes that's way too many bodies for one person like, how are you free that's like, you a serial killer you bragging about it but uh that's it five for you uh anyway this is the blackout test you can find us on itunes stitcher uh podomatic just search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher and we'll read them on the show on saturday morning the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's show is brought to you by tweaked audio that's right tweaked audio has some nice handcrafted earbuds to go right into your ears and they got all kinds of different styles by the way mm-hmm. um and you can go to their site uh i prefer the hegons for working out and stuff yeah uh fit right into your ear they don't sweat resistant unlike uh the iphone earbuds you don't have to worry about them falling out you know no um they got different colors different styles you got mic versions non-mic versions for if you want to use it with your phone um and you know it sounds good got noise reduction design uh compatible iphones uh ipods ipads uh android devices mp3 players like everything uh so yeah make sure you do that because you can get a third off right now because you know we're trying to hook you up put in code tbgwt at the checkout and they also give you free shipping and a lifetime warranty that's tweakedaudio.com code tbgwt all right what is going on in the world today i don't know um well i was kind of thinking i want you know how jimmy fallon was being adorable with trump i think tonight he has hillary clinton on and he's gonna be adorable with her and stuff but mm-hmm. you know i mean i'm assuming but i don't i mean hillary probably wouldn't even want to be involved in like him trying to touch her hair and shit she's like come on like that's the exact opposite of everything she's fought against her whole career uh but as far as um you know him palling it around with trump i think he should start a whole segment that's him having horrible people on and then having fun and playing games with them you know like maybe we were wrong to get mad at him for you know being friends with trump you know maybe he should have you know r kelly on and you know they could play like hide and go seek with little girls or something and it would be like a segment you know we all just had a laugh at the horribleness of it you know but it's okay because it's adorable and it's jimmy fallon and he's just having jokes you don't want to see uh like black hangman with like strong thurman you know he could mm-hmm. go out there they could you know they could do hangman he has to guess the letters but it's a black dude that they hang in it, it could be like meta you know no no what about like blindfolded dark throne with the dc snipers i think that would be good ah, no! 
you know you take the dc snipers out there and you blindfold them and then you have like these targets of humans and they just throw the darts at the people you know and we just see if they can hit them no i pass on this all of this the history of rap with hitler no <laughs> that's some deadly rap okay all right what about you can play david duke kkk karaoke <laughs> all right i guess you see you say you don't like the ideas but you're laughing <laughs> i think these are some good ideas you know we need to we need to spread around the love you know for let his adorableness make everybody okay you know just <laughs> apparently nobody's too bad to come on the tv anymore we just have f- fucked up people fucking with jimmy jimmy fallon he could just you know play tiddlywinks with him and shit and we can all go haha that jimmy fallon well i mean what could he possibly do right i mean what could he do he has no power he has to kick it with those people he has to kick it up that's his job y'all i'm just a, i'm just a guy that doesn't know what i'm talking about um <laughs> uh the nfl happened yesterday and i don't know if you guys fantasy play fantasy football but my entire team is just dead just everybody hurt injured out i don't know what adrian peterson ain't got no meniscus no more uh it's just just watching how they be hitting these dudes and shit yeah, I'm, man i'm looking and, and and some of my dudes they were like uh gonna be out for two weeks i was like mm. went in for mri uh, mm. yeah i feel like my whole fucking team got them letters next to it you know just right got the old old uh questionable yeah oq s suspended i got tom brady on one team i got suspended next to his name yeah you don't want none of them letters you know i blame i blame the defensive players because don't nobody really like don't nobody care about them but then they be out here fucking the game up hitting people and shit there's a reason that you can't that that most sensible people don't pick individual defensive players in fantasy football because we don't care right you we know what i mean the defense as a whole we like why you all playing niggas. why you playing so hard let them score so we can have fun that's why the game fun when, when you let people score but instead we end up with this bullshit you know where they they hitting agent fucking jj watt look like he rooted for germany during world war Two, <laughs> and he out there hitting these niggas as hard as he can you know i know he got suspended for performance hands and drugs but and they say he off but they need to check his ass for performance enhancing hugs or, or something because he doing something motherfucker is huge <laughs> somebody on twitter say he like somebody captain america would have to fight like <laughs> in the next civil war god man they are murdering my fucking team man oh i hate this shit anyway so, sorry about that guys i know y'all don't come here for the nfl talk but you know i was feeling i know it's jesus season but it's Mises season right now on this podcast because ah! i'm very upset by everything that's been happening you know i was when i was watching uh, a game last night I, I i had this thought where um i was like you i bet the person who invented the sports clock in games i that dude is a genius because i mean in addition to obviously commercials and all that shit blah blah blah, i was watching uh it was like you know on on tv it'll say um the you know notre dame plays 
texas and it starts at eight and it ends at 11 and it never ends at 11 it no, always ends at 11 30 or 12 right always every single time i've never seen a college game so in no time so don't set your dvr because you fuck it up yeah it never ends on time yet somehow we have never adjusted the channels to like okay let's just say four o'clock right you know 11 o'clock news ain't coming on till 11 45 so just let's just say 12 it's a four-hour game let's right. just let's just say it's a four-hour game we never do that and i realize it's because that genius that man wanted to give every man a gift which is the ability to lie to their wife during the game and be like oh no honey it's only five minutes left can can i just finish watching this game damn but five minutes in sports time is like 35 minutes in real life yes start talking about timeouts and yeah commercial break people get injured plays take three seconds on the average you know uh you know your team could have a possession where they go three and out and punt and it could take off about 25 seconds of actual game clock right but that's like five minutes of time in real life it's 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 ingenious it's diabolical even i think i would measure the amount of time it takes for the last quarter of a game in the same amount of increments that i measure the time that a woman says she's like i'm almost ready (laughs) it's the same shit It's, it's like an equation nobody ever brings that shit up they always just complain about women like women be taking forever to get ready it's like yeah but how many times have you been like hey it's just like 10 minutes left in this game can i just watch 10 minutes of the game damn why are you being such a stickler about this she's like well bitch you gonna wait on me this time right she's like okay you can watch 10 minutes of the game since it's only 10 minutes 10 minutes go by it's like what happened oh it's eight minutes left in the game can i just watch eight minutes jesus why are you being like this you know it's it's really diabolical if you think about it. Yeah, that and uh since we uh wanna stay on football for a second, I really uh my heart goes out to the dudes for the red zone. I think they get beat when they show commercials. That is my theory. Mm-hmm. Uh because for those of you that got red zone, I love red zone. Red zone is like eight full hours of commercial free football and it be real and uh that dude he'll be playing with them commercials yeah scott hansen get it's funny though because scott hansen be having such a good time most of the most of the seven yes. hours like he's just like and he'd be the happiest person yeah he's very very upbeat and he's also i, I kind of like i have a love hate relationship with him because especially when my yesterday guys i swear to god every time he called one of my players name they was dying every time <laughs> He's like, oh, breaking news right here. We're going to cut to the Minnesota game real quick or whatever the fuck, you know. Like, Minnesota played at night, so I didn't see. But it was like everybody else on my team is just like, oh, we're going to cut. We're breaking the Panthers game real quick. Uh, yeah, you see right here, Jonathan Stewart, and you thinking like, oh, Jonathan Stewart made a big play. Yeah, because you know. But they- then they start playing the injury music, and you're like, yeah. oh, oh, no, no, no. no. They ain't playing the touchdown music, no. Right. He was able to limp off the field on his own power, but he went immediately to the locker room. <laughs> right. Here's Keenan Allen. He's, uh, getting onto a cart. Uh, Keenan Allen, if you guys got him, you know, you can see the team is praying around him. Like, <laughs> You're like, shit. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're giving him last rights. But, uh, you know, the game goes <laughs> on. Like, he get like, so he even sounds excited about that shit. And then the thing that he's never excited about is if a fucking commercial comes on screen oh. for like two seconds. You only see his face. I know he'd be like, I know he'd be looking at them like, I 
right he was like we're not we don't do that here at the nfl red zone you don't have to worry about seeing commercials right now he was like they pay too much money for these goddamn commercials all the games right now on time out at halftime but we will be back uh let's take you out for a highlight uh earlier today I'm when like, adrian huh? peterson's knee blew up and fucked up rod's ah, team ah, we can replay it again let's show you that in slow motion again now we don't know if it's an ankle a knee or a spine it could be all of them <laughs> he is probably dead he is probably gone forever rod he, he so the mri i don't know yeah. the, the meniscus cup whatever that right. shit is his uh his whole his whole life flash before his eyes you can see clearly he's crying crying real hard too like the tears of yes. a man who is gonna retire uh we'll be coming right back to baltimore as uh joey flacco gets ready to take the field here in a second but let's cut to anquan Bowden. anquan Bowden yes. neck snapped on this play and if you had him in your fantasy lineup uh he also fumbled when he got hit so that's yes. minus two yes. points like god damn man just can't what's wrong with the gods of football today that they just went to my rosters and was like you know what fuck your rosters dog Uh how about that like i'm at the point now where even when my players be sorry if they can just get through the week i'm like it's a that's a win you made the practice good for you like i'm gonna take this l but hey hey he alive and that's really what matters anyway sorry that's a whole whole sports tangent i don't even know how we got here um all right let's talk about some news guys um apparently north carolina is running out of gas mm-hmm. and so is virginia and they have declared a state of emergency over gas shortages um uh, i didn't try to get gas today or anything i wish i would have if i had known this was gonna be a problem uh might, might go get some tonight yeah i didn't know the, i mean it didn't seem like it was a shortage or anything mm-hmm. like i, I didn't see no see. lines like we've seen the shortage before mm-hmm. and the shortage before was like you would roll past the gas station and niggas would be like in the traffic light mm-hmm. all lined up three miles waiting for that one gas station like we ain't seen none of that so i was like it must not be that serious yeah a state of emergency that's wild on sunday night a number of service stations in metro atlanta and north georgia have run out of gas and others there still had some left cars are lined up even for premium gas prices are up on average 16 cents in georgia 10 cents in tennessee in north north carolina the department of public safety said the state was experiencing spotty shortages similar issues were reported in parts of tennessee and authorities in south carolina said they heard isolated cases of gas stations running out of fuel so it sounds like it's not that bad here but there's been a a state of emergency declared so yeah you put that out people panicking we we run out of gas because everybody and they mom are gonna fill up all the cars they're gonna take like hand the handheld uh mm-hmm. ones for shit that they ain't even gonna need all the clan gonna have to start pre-lighting their torches you know I'm gonna have to buy them pre-lit yeah well that's a big blow uh, another big blow kmart kmart struggling apparently they're closing 64 stores and firing thousands of people across 28 states as the company continues to lose money ain't you funny I can't even tell you the last time I've been to a Kmart, dog. For real. Like, Kmart is where you go when things just didn't go right. You don't been everywhere. You don't try Best Buy. You don't try Target or Tajay, as they call it. You you don't even try Walmart. You was like, ain't that the place with the blue light special for the young folks here? They used to actually have commercials where they actually used to do blue light back in the day. But, um, tell them my age, I'm old uh but uh yeah uh i mean like it's kmart, not the number one store when you go let's go shopping kmart is like always next to an empty service merchandise that already went out of business come on you know like ne- next, like, next to that dress bond it closed yeah it's next to like a radio shack like it's never like 
it, it's never convenient to go to kmart right they never in a convenient area you know it, i don't know man 64 stores though that's a lot man sears holdings uh, announced it will close the stores in addition to 68 kmarts and 10 sears that have already closed in 2016 the stores in the latest round of closures will begin liquidation sales by the weekend uh and close for good in december yeah same thing with sears when the last time you've been in sears yeah i think i'm gonna roll up in uh kmart this weekend now see we'll see what kind of sales see what the sales looking like yes, sir. i heard y'all liquidate yeah. ain't that fucked up drive out the way then oh yeah because i'm saving money i and, need some tires and nine times funny and y'all better have them good sales not them and i'm not and, and no, no i'm gonna go ahead and say it not them white folk sales because what black folks consider a sale and white folks consider a sale ain't the same because i walked in some places they'd be like yeah this uh curic on sale you know was 129 we done marked it down to 90 i'm like bitch that ain't no sale and it be gone i'm like y'all can pay that much money i'm like nah my deck here down to 50 and we can talk all right that's uh karen sale of the day uh advice oh yeah I, I'm, I'm about to real sale don't tell me something on selling you only jacked it up twice the price to mark it down to regular price get out of here all right um, that's a woman talking because i be knowing I I, I I believe you do be knowing <laughs> that's how they get you uh they caught that terrorist so that's good the dude that was bombing remember yesterday mm-hmm. the dude bombed two places uh they caught his ass like sleeping in the doorway of a bar like he was just sleeping like then he had a shootout with the police and he didn't even get killed so i don't even think he was really about that life mm-hmm. um but yeah he was arrested monday morning after the shootout it was quick too like i thought it was gonna be a manhunt and shit they was like they had this picture on the news by the time we got off the air didn't they say some hackers helped them find it helped them help find him i I did not know that okay i hadn't heard that story but did did you know that story or something i know i'd seen the post going down my facebook page said something about uh they had help from some hackers but i don't know how true or false that is Mm, maybe mr robot i don't know maybe i don't see any news um on that on the hackers helping okay no problem i don't know you probably get that from facebook that's why i take care of the articles <laughs> oh yeah i don't do articles man you probably some you probably just somebody put a picture of mr robot because they wanted some emmys and shit and then you thought it was news that's probably what happened ah, they didn't win emmys though yeah i tried to watch the emmys i couldn't Mm-mm. i don't know how people get so riled up up to watch them i mean i mean no no no. i'll take it back i know representation is really important to a lot of people i guess i just gave up on the emmys so long ago that i just i tapped out i'm glad people do push them to get diversity and shit but they just it's the bet awards are pretty much it for me Mm -hmm. you know image awards maybe but you know like black circles and shit because i don't really expect us to get a fair shake at these things and from my understanding you know like and there's no shade to to i don't always watch all the stuff right so i don't even know i don't even know to say it's better or worse i the things i did watch that one i watched transparent and that one and i don't like transparent like I, i think i only made it halfway through the first season if that um i i know our girl uh tracy ellis ross didn't win uh, i think she lost to Ju- julia louis dreyfus or julia louise dreyfus or whatever her name is mm-hmm. from veep um who father had just died two days earlier so she had like a really heartfelt speech and stuff 
um, I watched that show or heard that show good because that's the thing most people which is understandable you cheer for stuff that you watch because it's so much that nobody can watch everything it's impossible yeah and it's really about how confident people feel um for themselves really because like what happens is people don't always watch all the shit and mm-hmm. then they feel like, super confident but here's the thing the shows that are winning the people that are voting for them i'm sure they don't watch everything either right. and they probably don't watch the black shows right. which is one of the reasons i just don't believe in the process in mm-hmm. general like for like it's not like black people are somehow deficient in this area and we're the people who aren't watching all the shows and they are like no if anything we watch more shows than probably most white people because we don't tap out when we see oh it's black people i'm just gonna turn this off but i think right a lot of shows and it shows and ratings and stuff you know people tap out um you know transparent getting put in the comedy category is already kind of some bullshit i watched it it's not it's not really a comedy Mm -hmm. you know i think it's because of these new rules they have where um they have to do this thing where um uh with the new rules like i think if it shows a certain length it automatically goes into the comedy segment and stuff like that so um you know anyway I, and then the other reason i don't like doing it is because unlike the bet awards if where everyone's kind of having a good time with the emmy right. thing it seems like with the white gaze upon the whole atmosphere people get so uptight and they get super like not even well that too but that's not as bad that's not as much of the problem for me it's it's that people try to like come in and tell you how you have to feel about a show yeah as if it's definitive we all have different opinions yeah even like i have never seen an episode of v you know what i mean i have nothing bad to say about it you know um key and peel one but for a lot of people they're not the right kind of black people right so them went into a lot of you know and a lot of people are going off a lot of stereotypes and shit and they, a lot of them don't didn't want don't watch the they show. didn't watch the show in the last two seasons of that show i'll stand behind it those are it was very funny it was very good uh it's very thoughtful i don't know what happened with the writer's room or what or if they just felt pressure the first couple seasons to be more um like okay we don't want a show that's gonna piss off too many white people we don't want to do what Chappelle did blah 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 so but then when you watch the the last two seasons it's like oh this this just got black as fuck you know they was like we don't care no more yeah like and we and you know like some of those sketches are gonna live forever with me you know um and so I enjoyed it you know and I there was one person that was like nah you ain't got a k for them they, they it's not funny or whatever i'm like but it's subjective like why would i ever get on here and lie about something i enjoy if if you listen to the pregame me and justin have pretty much recapped and laughed at so many episodes of, of key and peel i don't care if other people don't think it's funny and that's one of the reasons i like i don't especially these white ones i don't discuss the, the, the on the timeline i don't talk about it because people will kind of go in on your taste and anything that doesn't uh, align with the like most pro-black definition of how they feel is like you cooning or selling out when it's not it's not that serious for me right and uh, we talked about this it's something that frustrates me it's like if you like really 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 like something you're like i like this show and i don't know if it's the the social and the social media instead of people just letting it go on down the timeline people just feel obligated to let you know that they didn't like it 
ai didn't ask for your opinion you know either they'd be like well i stopped watching should i watch it or is the show good and i'm gonna start doing it with chris i'm just gonna tell him no don't yeah. watch i kind of wish people understood how much shit i see daily that i disagree with and just let it keep moving you know because it's especially when it comes to art it's your taste your taste no one can tell you that your that that you can't like something no one can tell just because they don't like it it doesn't mean anything and uniformity of opinion is ridiculous someone can have a critique of something that's different than just telling you this isn't good this isn't funny this yeah that's okay, different cool yes. well we just don't agree you know what i mean like it's it's such a weird way to relate in my opinion but it, but maybe i'm the weirdo I'm, i accept that i'm i might be the weird one who's like oh you like a show i don't like that's fine yeah and i you don't know what i mean I, yeah it's like and i've said this before and i say this again it's a lot of shows that people love i know i'll i know when they come on can the timeline light up i give zero fucks about these shows i don't watch them some of them i think are boring some of them i i think are just terrible and people praise them because they love them i don't go and poo poo on their parade right you know i so i tapped out i didn't watch any of it after that it just it kind of just left a bad taste in my mouth because and and, I, and i'm not trying to single this person out it right. really was like i was looking at a timeline and everybody was doing that to each other like i just muted emmys because it was like because every show is somebody's shit every so show. while you might be shitting on it and you know just like i'm you know somehow blackish suddenly became okay with a lot of people when i remember uh, a year ago us shit i had to convince you that it was gonna be okay yes you did like i remember th- that just being like no just because of the name doesn't mean shit larry wilmore wouldn't put out some bullshit you could trust kenya uh uh you, you can trust the people who are behind this product and it's like um yeah so then it comes out and i remember people like pitting it against empire and they about respectability they trying to be some cosby shit and it's like are you watching this show are you just are you just because you're not watching it you're creating this like this this yeah this image of them so that you don't feel bad about not supporting them and then a year or two later it comes around and people are like okay yeah that's a really good show too it is an excellent show yeah it's it's so but it's just the that whole dynamic on social media i watch it play out and it's like i don't want to participate in it Mm -mm. and sadly people think if you voice liking something without adding anybody without trying to argue with anybody you somehow are joining into the fray when it's like i'm just giving my opinion like everybody else and i'm not trying to fight you on art like it's literally i you know um i could see two people that you know being reasonably like-minded and shit that watch something and just feel differently about it it's not that you know it's not that complex to me right. you know but it's it's just i don't know so that just made me not even want to watch it so that's the reason i'm not even and talking the about Walking the Emmys. Dead and stuff was on so i was like yeah i heard you know some of the people from the oj joint one that's good mm-hmm. you know good good to everybody that won um you know and you know i heard beyonce didn't win uh for lemonade and fucking um what the fuck uh grease grease one grease live which no well yeah. i didn't watch i don't know yeah. who, maybe the a lot rate, of people did watch it i don't know the ratings was not as high as it was it okay so i mean even the wiz was great 
to me but i don't i didn't watch grease so i don't know and i'm not making a definitive statement Mm-mm. i just didn't watch it I, i'm not a grease fan anyway i don't Never watch the movie fan, yeah so it's it, i'm just not you know it could have been great for all the fuck i know right which is one of the reasons like i said i don't really get into this stuff because when it comes to bet when they nominate five different shows i normally have watched all five of them right you know what i mean <laughs> like but when the emmys come up and it's nominating five different shows i'm like well shit i didn't watch that i don't have amazon prime i don't have or whatever it is. you know like i didn't watch this on hulu or whatever and it's good for this people good for that you know only thing that concerns me out of these award shows is that when black people don't win or don't get nominated i worry about it freezing them out the industry right that's it that's my only concern i don't really get into who wins and loses and shit because it's subjective you know my favorite album changes every single day like i couldn't tell you my favorite album tomorrow i can't tell you what my favorite album was yesterday you know i just it seems so subjective but people just get so up in arms over this shit and that's all the it's like a list of like the top 10 hip-hop albums it's all designed for an argument and that's how those shows feel to me like everybody's supposed to argue as opposed to the BET Awards, at least with my black ass timeline, which is more like we having a good time. We're celebrating ourselves. Right. It's happy. Yeah. And regardless of who won, and you'd be like, nah, I think this is better, but it's not that earth type of feeling. Right. You know, and when, you know, when, when there's one or two black people in a nomination where, you know, you know, like Tracy Ellis. Yeah. And you know, Tracy Ellis Ross losing out to, julia louis dreyfus is gonna suck because it's her it's Ju- it's her eighth award and tracy's first nomination right so you know it's a lot more riding on it from a black perspective and we are more emotional and amped up so i i don't like that feeling it's, that that's not a fun feeling to watch a show with you know and and you can see like at least on my timeline i can see people getting real bitter kind of turning on the show oh these jokes ain't funny this ain't good that ain't good and they and it happens with every white award show that i've seen the oscars the emmys the mtv awards i like it just you just see people being like these mother show go on right because you get tired of seeing your faves lose to people that you feel they're better than or people you weren't checking for anyway so it, it just felt like so many people felt so much riding on it that it's it felt more nerve-wracking than anything so i just watched the walking dead and we did our recap that night and i didn't even look back to see who won the emmy because it's like i just i it's like i almost slipped and forgot that if you talk about that shit then it's gonna be a fight because people want to see their phase win you know yeah and, and that's human nature and i do think that there are uh people that fight that fight but I'm not the one that fights that fight. You know, for me, I'm like, hate to be like this. I don't care. I mean, right. I and 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 it does not mean that I do care though. Nah, like I said, I care in the in the mac in the micro in the macro. You like you might not care, but I definitely care. Same way I care about the Oscars. Like I I like uh, it matters to power. It matters to power in the industry so i'm not gonna say i don't care it's great it's it's if it was up to me i hope all the black people win but it's a stressful fucking watch to me right and and put like this and when i say i don't care i'm saying that from a perspective of detaching my emotions from it because Mm -hmm. that's why i said that because you got your emotions wrapped up in it 
you get disappointed, you get hurt, you get heartbroken, and I, I've been through that cycle. So for me, I'm like, nah, I, I, I can't invest into that anymore right. just to go through that search cycle again, like for me personally. Right. So I've detached myself from it. I care. When people win, I'm happy that they won and all that stuff, yeah. But it's one of those things where I'm not going to go through the emotional up and down roller coaster of a system that where we underrepresentate, where it's underrepresentation for us in the first place because if it was more of us, we wouldn't have these feelings. Yeah, well, and also, I, you know, in the macro, the big, in the big picture, I'm more of a, oh, so and so got nominated for four Emmys. Uh, this guy, you know, the, they won an Emmy. Uh, this is her fourth nomination. Like that kind of thing to me, I don't even have to watch the show and I'm like, that's good for that person's career. That kind of thing I'm cool with. But watching every second of that show, man, I'd rather watch the football game. I'd rather watch so much shit. Um, because I feel so angry and disrespected anyway right and then when you add in the extra bullshit on top with black infighting and shit i it, it just it's not fun it's not because right. the the black people who are gonna win are gonna have white audiences because that's who the fuck is it's making these decisions and then people turn on them so it's like i'd rather just stay the fuck out of it because it, it's just it's just so much strife and we've talked about this somewhat when certain people do get these awards being black for a lot of them it doesn't change their career path Mm -hmm. which is sad it's like it's like it's like it's like okay y'all tell me to be accepted by my peers let's just keep this real you tell me to strive you tell me to be the best of the best you tell me to rise to the occasion and i've laid out and i've done these things that you have required of me and then okay i get to the point where i've won these awards then what Look at Holly Berry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at Monique. Like, I'm trying to find like that. Like, they won these awards. And, and it for, didn't boost their career. Right. For, for a lot of people, when they win these awards, their Emmy, nominee, whatever, every, every, from then on out, you do not, you do not say their name. Like, you don't say Shelly Wong, Esquire, about the Esquire. You do not say their name without saying that they won that award. I don't care if it's 25 years later. But when it comes to us, we can even win these awards and still not get the respect. And and, and once I realized that to an extent, you know, like some people can, it varies. But a lot of times you have to cater to a very, very white audience. And I think for me, that's where that disappointment comes in. And to, for me, it's a protection of self for to separate myself from, from, from that sometimes. Yeah, even uh, Steve McQueen, you know, just one for... I think he won for 12 years of slave i'm not mistaken or at least i know he's definitely nominated you know should have been a big moment you know uh had a show that he basically had all ready to go on hbo and they just yanked it you know like it doesn't have the impact that yeah it's like we get riled up and it's over what you know we still get scraps from the table and then like i said when you see like the kind of infighting type joint with the these type of black people are not the right kind of black people or this show is i don't like this show because because it's like most of the shows up there got uh, some type of white audience too that's the only way it was gonna happen you know so it's like i don't want to do that you know um and and that's why i kind of tap and and for the record it's not just this it's pretty much all of them 
yes sir grammys all this shit you know it's just not worth it to me because i'm there for the jokes but a lot of yeah. times i'm not there for like the show show yeah and i'm not gonna argue with you over what album was but i remember mm-hmm. when beyonce got robbed uh by that beck album um mm-hmm. which was you know in my opinion not that good an album i still can't you know i listened to it just to be sure like let me go maybe i'm tripping and this album was as good as fucking beyonce no it wasn't and it was like yeah it is bullshit like her stuff sold more it would make more of a cultural impact it was everywhere she was more talked about and they were basically like but beck can play seven instruments it's like when has that been a requirement come on so did prince win every year because he should have won every year then right is that did beck win every year before this like what is the point you know but it was just like well that's whiteness this is a big deal to certain white folks that make decisions and that was it you know um and i'm just so tired of getting upset by that shit Mm -hmm. so you know and like i said when you oh and when you throw in the social media experience being completely different than like the celebrations right. of blackness that we get when we have like a soul train awards in mm-hmm. uh i mean yeah NAACP award mm-hmm. image awards uh when we have black girls rock when we have like when we have that shit hip-hop honors those are the best ones for me and my experience because everyone is coming together like oh remember her remember that it's i love this song happy. um you know if there are jokes it's, it's never this very serious like how dare they you know it's not that doesn't happen um so and and then it's also one of those things too particularly with black artists like white artists white artists demand more they demand more pay they demand better roles they can turn down roles but when niggas do it all of a sudden you snobby while you're asking for more bitch because i want an oscar right what's what's the difference Mm -hmm. you know and that's that disrespect that kind of irks me yep it's not that come up that it should be um so anyway they caught that terrorist dude and in the most american fashion ever um the different you know different people went to his family uh his family apparently has um a restaurant it's called first american fried chicken in elizabeth new jersey okay so americans you know to get back you know to make a statement at how we will not stand for terrorism how we would not deal with this we took to the only place that we feel we can get justice on yelp we went to yelp <laughs> and left comments bad rate bad ratings for this chicken i never even tried to shit i'm sure they didn't try it probably out of state yeah but uh they said uh chicken is dry disgusting and seasoned with hate what does hate taste like i don't who that's it's seasoned with the hate of america karen because they hate us for our freedom i'll tell you what it don't taste like freedom uh (laughs) i was told that the pressure cooked fried chicken was the bomb oh won't be fooled again (laughs) but i must have come across one of the duds mine tasted of greasy bacon i kept having to spit out ball bearings uh ate here last week it was a blast (laughs) 
shit funny because i ain't shit that's hilarious <laughs> the food will give you explosive diarrhea oh tried to order some chicken but they told me they used all the pots and pans to make ieds they placed around the town <laughs> this weekend <laughs> that one worked but explosive value did not okay <laughs> too high brow for you yeah too high brow i like my comedy low brow was told chicken was the bomb all it gave me was explosive diarrhea luckily the toilet maintained integrity no further injuries would recommend dumpster diving over faf oh um so yeah yelp is uh the best revenge they, i guess they yelping them to death mm-hmm yep uh pat mccrory our bigoted governor uh held a press conference and uh it went fairly well honestly um it went so well in fact that uh they had to look into it apparently he got busted for having staffers ask questions at the event Trump would do <laughs> if he hadn't already done it. <laughs> but Donald Trump got more money, so he'll is go. You know, they'll still pretend like they part of the media. Uh, yeah. He, oh, uh, I can't wait to get that nigga out of office. Ah. He uh, had softball questions basically planted for him during a public appearance, and passed him off as coming from the Charlotte Observer. Oh, uh, you don't, nigga. You don't think the Charlotte Observer gonna be like, uh? bill uh is there anybody named uh susan on our staff we ain't got no susan here dog well susan from the shot observer asked him a question they should have can we investigate this the, the one time they do do for an investigation he should have just did like um like mona scott young does for um love and hip-hop and just made up a, like uh yeah i got a question for hip-hop weekly you know <laughs> like they always had them very generic sounding <laughs> yeah uh rap 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 monthly uh we have a question uh well i mean you could have just gave a statement with no questions like like you didn't have to have questions and of course people knew something was wrong people go with all the outrage nobody's asking you no fucking hard ass questions like nigga people mad at you Mm -hmm. like you don't expect people to come in here and be like and uh are you gonna repeal the other bills so we can move on and get uh get shit how do you feel about the nba teams in uh um uh NCAA. Football, yeah ncaa how do you feel about teams how do you feel about people losing jobs across the country i mean across the country across the state like how you know how do you feel about this and, w- and what are you gonna do about the economy you know none of that none of that so nobody was asking none of those questions get the fuck out of here uh yeah the newspaper editorial page editor taylor batten uh wrote that he when he attempted to ask mccrory a question during the event on thursday the governor brushed him off saying we got three observer questions already answered uh i think you guys dominated the news enough Uh, so a real person was there he was like nigga they made my co-workers um 
later a spokesperson for mccrory's re-election campaign said his staff was asked by the host venue hood Hargett breakfast club to provide questions in the writing to keep the conversation format going but the club disputed that account saying that not only did the campaign insist that all questions be submitted in writing before mccrory's appearance a change from the club's usual policy but that its own questions be included and falsely attributed to the newspaper uh batten reported that he intended to ask the governor about hb2 the anti-lgbtq law that had already led the uh Whoa. nba and the ncaa to pull events out the state when mccrory rebuffed him after the event ended he wrote mccrory ducked out a side door and down a hall that led to a back exit and followed <laughs> i followed him to try to ask him about hb2 but his staff blocked me of course of course because he don't give a he give he's paid like them people paid him he gives zero fucks about this state he has gotten his money mm-hmm. so he don't give a fuck about the economy he know people don't like the shit he just don't care he know people are turning on him mm-hmm. even people in his own party you dropped the federal one but you still got the state one going just drop that bitch too and they got the nerves to turn around and talk about um they want to talk to the city of charlotte talking about we'll repeal the state one if y'all take out uh if we revise the uh the thing fuck you no just drop the shit yeah they basically yeah just drop it mm-hmm. and and it's the city smart they would be like nope because more people are turning against you than turning against us why would we drop this yeah i feel like as soon as he was like all right and that's the last question i'm out i'm out of here <laughs> now, Mr. Corbin, can we ask you a question real quick? Okay, we got a question for you, sir. Yeah. Sir, sir, uh, sir, <laughs> sir. <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> did, you, did you see that smoke? Did it drop a smoke pellet? <laughs> right. Did Batman get him? What's happening here? <laughs> what about HB two? <laughs> what? Oh, he's gone. He's gone, guys. He's uh, he's did left he, the building. Did he just catapult himself, acting <laughs> style, out at the ceiling? What's what's happening no, here? No, no more questions, please. I'm assuming this is the end of the interview. I bet the softball question was like, "Sir, uh, I have a question." Uh, Larry Jones from the Charlotte Observer. What is it like being the sexiest governor uh, in the United <laughs> States? And will you be using that sex appeal to run for president? Well, I'm flattered by that question. I got to say. Uh, and uh i i can't talk about the presidency yet okay any more questions uh yeah i got a very very uh serious question here sir um i gotta ask are you more of a Krispy Kreme man or a Dunkin' Donuts man? <laughs> There's nothing else to talk about. There's nothing important <laughs> going on in the state two months out before the election. I, I have a question, sir. Uh yes, uh ma'am. What shampoo are you using? Using that head and shoulder or that perp plus? You see, this is why I always had a Charlotte Observer ask questions because you guys ask the best questions. The hard hitting questions. And I'm going to tell you, a gentleman never tells what products he's using in his hair. So I appreciate your question. Uh, and I got to go, uh, you know, got to get out of here. I feel like uh, I answered everybody's questions. <laughs> Bye. Ah! Uh, yeah. You got the real journalist that going, don't let these people work with us. An hour later, Batten said the governor called him and said that passing laws banning discrimination against LGBTQ residents is a job for Congress and not state lawmakers. I wish the federal judgment would, federal government would have this discussion, he said. <laughs> but you are a state lawmaker and you did do that. 
he also complained during the event about the ncaa's decision to move seven championship events out the state the ncaa met without our knowledge did not even call us about boycotting the state of north carolina well, bitch you didn't call them when you had that secret midnight meeting about motherfucking people people out the bathroom you bigoted ass bitch right because if you would have talked to them they'd be like nah that's not good and we will leave and you did that shit yeah y'all met y'all met within 24 hours y'all i emd each other and, and voted through i am overnight and came in the next day and was like yeah uh you ain't tell us so we ain't gotta tell you you know uh it's one of the things where they was like oh you ain't give us a 24-hour notice bitch we ain't giving you a 24-hour notice we out uh uh-uh, disgusting uh anyway fuck him man right but yeah he held a fake press conference that's so good it's so it's so stupid that it's good it's like some shit that zach from save out of bell would have thought of like it's such a fucking it's when he tried we trying to run run for school president yeah it's like it's such a ridiculous idea that it's almost like i can't believe you thought that would work and you did you did you really like the news like the shot you didn't even pick like the creative loafing you picked the the, the number one shot like paper in charlotte of right course, they can verify that you That's did what I'm that about to say. yeah you picked the largest paper in the city dog come on i blame trump for this like you said he didn't pick the creative loafing he didn't pick like like one of these small obscure places that you can't confirm nothing that's what i'm saying he picked this this is some trump shit yeah i'm just gonna lie and see what they say fuck them what they gonna do call me out on the lie the wilmington beach paper you ain't picking nobody like that dog Mm, i'm gonna be voting so early y'all what i don't even know i might dance in the voting booth vote is at the fuck out of office wear me a shirt it'd be like fuck mccoy or something i don't know ah! I, want, I want everybody to know it. i pulled the trigger um let's see uh what else we got here uh save some of this for tomorrow let's get into fucking with black people okay and this is gonna be a tough fucking with black people day <laughs> oh lord but i'm glad <sighs> i got my last letter earlier did yeah yep we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go all around the globe and we find different articles that we feel fucked with by and we score them from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody mm-hmm mostly the police though um so uh i watched this so you wouldn't have to guys but um you did. Uh, apparently the police um uh otherwise known as the folks uh the popo uh five o is another name uh the brainless bacon boys is my favorite now oh okay that's that's the name name one name to use yeah well they killed an unarmed pastor um and shot him to death um, holy shit his car stalled basically uh he was having car troubles uh he got out of his car his suv had broken down on the road uh he refused commands when to raise his hands well i'm sorry the police said they said right right okay all right he refused commands to raise his hands and reached inside the vehicle and they thought he must be getting a weapon so they shot him they tased him and they shot him right but then the dash cam videos came out Uh oh and in the dash cam videos you see he clearly has his hand raised 
you see he's clearly walking uh the following instructions walking towards the vehicle putting his hands up against the vehicle he gets tasered when he gets tasered he falls to the ground and then the, uh one officer shoots him in the head and kills him oh my god yeah there's four officers and you can see they kind of like the way that they're huddled around him like you can't see like the shot but you hear the shot you know her and you hear her go you know shot uh all, you know shots fired or something uh you hear after afterwards you know because the the cameras can pick up everything the vo- and one of them says like well he looked like a bad guy you know meanwhile he's a pastor oh yeah so yep. you don't took a pastor away from the, from his church basically and his family you know right um here's the thing when's are police gonna ever get in trouble for lying come on dog for uh, uh take it down notch over there we're not gonna make it through the show you beating no, tables over not. there now Mm-mm. uh 100 yeah it's you know four officers lied essentially they conspired to if this was four people that right. weren't were carrying badges and if they were just four people and minute. they went to the police and said hey this man was reaching his car trying to kill us and that was the story all four of them told and later a video came out and showed that it was basically a cold-blooded murder those people would get conspiracy to commit murder conspiracy you know like they it would be a crime it would be a like a criminal investigation all of them would go to jail you know in these situations the one the most you probably can even get is possibly a firing but then too um a lot of times the, the officers that conspire the quote-unquote good cops they they never get in, they never get in trouble that's duty and then right back on the yeah but i'm saying the liars the conspirers not even i'm saying the person who does it sometimes gets that's duty but the people who cover shit up a lot of times the people who go along with the shit you know black and white a lot of times it's just uh well that's just part of the job you gotta lie for your fellow cop you know they 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 mock not they mock the stop snitching campaign but essentially cops have a stop snitching campaign constantly um whenever they do something dirty it's don't don't break the rules don't break the thin blue line you know but um yeah they they just went up and shot them in cold blood um chief chuck jordan said that he found the video very disturbing and very difficult to watch he also explained some of the basic facts including that no gun was found on crutcher uh on his or in his vehicle terrence crutcher was his name he did not elaborate because of what he called a pending criminal investigation it will come out jordan said the details surrounding the fatal shooting i will make this promise to you we will achieve justice in this case the investigation will focus on whether shelby's actions were justified or excessive um yeah and a lot of times it's sad and if white people really pay attention they would get really 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 mad at the money that state set to decide to pay for wrongful lawsuits yeah some i mean some families gonna get some money yeah but that shit ain't never gonna bring your loved one back nope you know it's not you know you wonder why kaepernick don't want to stand come on dog you know you wonder why nfl players are using their platform to to speak out like this is why you know like you know um some fucking politician tweeted at kaepernick when they caught the 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 failed terrorist dude that blew up the you know the guy we just talked about mm-hmm. he tweeted like you're welcome like welcome for what bitch you doing your fucking job are you supposed to 
you know you know when kaepernick throws a touchdown you don't get to come on twitter and be like y'all welcome i threw a touchdown you just go that's what you fucking supposed to do right that's what we that's what you get paid to do dog. like they're just the softest most fucking uh entitled assholes that are so emotionally fragile yet at the same time they want to be commended for every fucking act they do that's just their job it's you know it's like you you make people dislike you with this entitled ass attitude you know they they said they weren't gonna um the one of the unions told the miami police department basically to not escort the miami dolphins players if they kneeled for the uh pledge of allegiance or for the star spangled banner again like so you just gonna prove them right yeah, you, that you selectively your do your job that you're not the heroes you say that because here's the thing you're upset that they're saying don't kill innocent black people and you go disagree <laughs> you know what i mean that, technically that's what you're saying yeah well i don't think i could do this job without killing innocent black people and then how dare you ask more oh it's so ridiculous man but yeah 100 for me mm-hmm. i mean obviously they killed an innocent man um right. police accidentally record themselves conspiring to fabricate criminal charges against a protester mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah they went to go arrest um a protester uh where was this at connecticut um and they basically record accidentally recorded themselves discussing how to trump up charges against them come on dog mm-hmm. i believe it i be leave it i believe it because you know the thing is that people don't really talk about uh what people are protest especially if you're like high 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 profile and they know you and they know your face and shit like that they follow you they monitor you they tap your shit <laughs> like anything you do it everywhere you go they're just finding a reason to fuck with you yeah um what happened was they illegally confiscated uh one of the protesters cameras and didn't know it was already recording mm. so it just it basically caught them in the act um and it caught them plotting um it was carried to the back of the patrol car where it then captured the the, the troopers discussing you know let's give them something one trooper declared another suggested we can hit them with a creating a public disturbance gotta cover our ass said the third one that's like something out of a movie like that's like in the end of a movie when the writer can't think of a good way out of a situation and they do that thing I where they send a good way. so they do that thing where they send the protagonist in and he like basically the bad guy tells his whole evil scheme out loud yes! and and he and it's being live broadcast to the rest of the world and that's how he loses because now everybody dun, dun, knows dun. everybody knows that he's full of shit you know they you know what i'm talking where it's mm-hmm. like you come in and you got a mic on you or something and and it's going out to the internet because there's just no way out of the situation there's no way out of the situation and then the bad guy's like you know i killed those people on purpose because poor people disgust me that's right ah! i'm evil baby and i hate black people and also i rape puppies <laughs> i telling all your crap but i'm still gonna get elected for president yes. because i'm an evil motherfucker and then it's like oh they show people in times square watching it on a huge tv You're and that's like, <gasps> yeah that's the sign that we all know like oh my god and it's like on the bottom of the news is scrolling like breaking news john ah! edwards is actually a bad person you know right well that's that's what this is but it happened in real life like in i always went yeah you know, i always went well that's stupid 
right but then this shit just happened it's like well maybe i don't know maybe yeah, i gotta maybe be that's not stupid. Man, man, man. maybe tom cruise can't just walk yeah. in somewhere with a fucking live video camera playing and get the hey. bad guy to admit to everything i don't know hey, yeah uh so yeah they basically um they 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 just basically fucked up um yeah what happened nothing well, we'll it just this just came out today that they got caught you know uh aclu affiliates around the country have done a lot of cases defending the right uh to record in public places but this case is particularly striking striking i spoke to aclu of connecticut legal director dan barry he told me about how the incident came about i climbed as a guy who was very concerned about it with his privacy who protests dui checkpoints around the capital region where in hartford connecticut here in hartford connecticut he feels like um he feels they're both unconstitutional and a waste of money so this guy's a dui activist who knows what they're doing to like black lives matter and black protest movement uh activists you know what i mean (laughs) who knows what kind of shit they're doing to them uh he so basically um he's like y'all wasting taxpayers money fucking pulling people over for nothing yeah he's done public records investigations for example and recently found that for every two man hours put into a checkpoint it yields just one minor traffic citation almost always for defective equipment he he was well known to the police he also knew that he is a peaceful privacy and open carry uh gun rights activist so he was out september 11 2015 in west hartford he shows up has a big sign that says cops ahead remain silent uh is handwritten people Mm-hmm. Okay. it's handwritten there's not threatening stuff he stood on a small triangular traffic island he was standing there for an hour uh hour and a half without any problems then the state police officers who were working the checkpoint came over to michael and the first thing they do is slap the camera out of his hand so it hits the ground he thinks it's broken so that's why they started acting stupid it was really brazen there's another video showing that the first thing the state trooper does is walk up with his open hand slap the camera on the ground doesn't even say anything like that put that down or please lower your camera just slaps it to the ground then he interacts with michael as if nothing happened as if i'm just allowed to do that and i don't even know i don't even have to tell you why i just broke your camera it's an amazing level of hostility the trooper searched michael theatrically announced that he has a gun which they knew he had which he was carrying legally under connecticut's open carry law so they take his gun they go run his pistol permit and as they're doing that michael picks the camera up off the pavement it's a nice slr that can also record video he picks it up tries to turn it on as one of the cops walk back over and that's where the video starts the cop announces that taking my picture is illegal michael debates with him a little bit because he's very knowledgeable about the law and the first amendment and the end result is that the trooper snatches the camera walks away puts it on top of the cruiser without realizing that it's working and recording video mm. and that's where they start fucking up and mm-hmm. you know that is the movie ain't it that's a right? movie right like this is the thing where like after you're about to lose the case your lawyer uh your honor i'd like to submit one more thing into evidence yeah you know what i mean and nobody knows that that they got this right uh this video seems to show that the cops were clearly lying it's like oh no they lost the case you know oh anyway how could you and then everybody gets mad a hundred though oh yeah I don't, even, I don't even know if that dude's black by it the way it don't even matter uh-huh. it's just a hundred because of- he fucked you, you fucked with fucked with i'm fucked with uh pills court says employees don't have a right to wear dreadlocks 100 100 for karen 
last week the 11th u.s circuit uh court of appeals ruled three to zero banning employees from wearing their hat i mean their hair in dreadlocks is said that it's not a form i'm sorry that banning employees from wearing their hair in dreadlocks is not a form of racial discrimination yes it is do white folks walk around here with dreadlocks well that was their argument ironically uh oh my god people are dumb the lawsuit was brought to the court of appeals by the equal employment opportunity commission which charged that an alabama insurance claims processing company had discriminated against chastity jones in 2010 when she applied to work for them they offered her employment with the caveat that she needed to rid uh get rid of their dreadlocks because of their grooming standards stating that dreadlocks tend to get messy when jones refused to change her hair the company withdrew his offer of employment according to get the messy mm-hmm I don't know fucking thing about dreadlocks do they well you know what it is is uh my guess would be historically um anything black has been considered dirty you know uh, especially when it comes to black women and hygiene and uh you know uh the history of this country with the genteel southern women in the house and uh, you know and that finery and all this shit and living their pampered life and then you have even the black women that take care of them and stuff um and the black women um you know they're those black women were probably mostly made to imitate white beauty standards you know and then the more afrocentric quote-unquote stuff out in the field and outside of the house is probably related to dirt mess hard labor sweat smell like you know it's it's, and, and not and just class you know look down class class wise um and that's pro and even though you know that is possibly a more manageable hairstyle for people things of that nature it's gonna be assumed to be worse not to mention you know the places that it's associated with you know white people go there and there's very real classism there when you're a tourist and you're looking at jamaica and you're going these people have dreadlocks they must stink they must be poor they must yeah you're visiting you know what i mean like you're you're, visiting you're there you know you're not it's so um you're gonna take your ass back home dog you don't live here that would be my guess anyway where the shit comes like it's, it's you know all this shit comes from some shit a long time ago it just it never gets yeah, questioned fuck about tradition or yeah. heritage or none of that but i'm and nobody about, i'm supposed to care about your fucking heritage yeah and and also when white people wear dreadlocks it is dirty and messy yes it is because that's what you, they have to do to keep their hair like that black hair doesn't naturally and their shit they gotta gunk it up you know what i mean so mm-hmm. yeah cause I, it is a completely different experience yeah and a lot of it has to do with the coarseness of the coarseness of our hair our hair is very coarse our hair has a tendency to lock easier right and so you know a lot of times uh, white people have to imitate that and it and i've seen it it looks nasty it looks dirty it looks mad a lot of times because this is a difference in the in our hair white people's hair produce oil black people have to add oil to the hair and that shit matters yeah so um uh according to the eelc the prohibition of dreadlocks in the workplace constitutes race discrimination because dreadlocks are a manner of wearing the hair that is physiologically and culturally associated with the people of african descent the eelc even went as far to say that if a white person chose to wear dreadlocks as a sign of racial support for her black colleagues and the employer applied its dreadlocks ban to that person she too could assert a race-based disparate uh treatment claim 
uh circuit judge alberto jordan uh who wrote the appellate opinion wrote that it was true that the definition of race could shift over time but that the court was not prepared to blaze a new path that they were not sure the law covered we would be remiss he wrote if we did not acknowledge that in the last several decades there have been some calls for courts to interpret title seven more expansively by eliminating the biological conception of race and the encompassing cultural characteristics associated with race as far as we can tell every court to have considered that issue has rejected the argument that title 7 protects hairstyles culturally associated with race and so they didn't want to break ranks and be the first to say yeah that is racist so 100 for me yeah bet you no bet you no black people's on this panel either who knows 100 for me but i, I mean i would guess there's only three people on the panel come on um nascar has been hit with a 500 million dollar racial discrimination suit for keeping black owned uh teams out of the races you don't say are you trying to say these races are racist right they come they they come up there with their confederate flag shirts i don't know if you've been to the nascar but uh yeah they roll hard in these parts yeah you just stepped all over my joke racist racist deserve to no what do i get no no karen got racist step on my joke uh anyway um <laughs> what they are racist. all them left turns you know <laughs> you think they'd be a little more liberal over there but apparently they not apparently not um well, they only going in one direction right <laughs> backwards <laughs> nascar, NASCAR, NASCAR was hit with a 500 million dollar lawsuit accusing the auto racing body of racial discrimination for preventing black owned teams and drivers from competing including in the sprint cup series damn even the sprint club shit yeah they don't, they don't want you placing and making that money it says sprint cup not cricket wireless get ah! out of here terrence cox and his company diversity motorship i mean motorsports uh racing llc filed a lawsuit late on friday in u.s district court in manhattan against nascar its parent company international speedway corp and 18 teams the planet the plaintiffs are also seeking an injunction requiring the defendants to fully integrate the african-american community in a statement nascar said the lawsuit has no merit <laughs> you don't say <laughs> meanwhile they have lost lawsuits that we've covered on here for racial discrimination but no merit okay yeah and i hope they fucking win uh because a lot of it is to keep black keep black people and it's fucking expensive to do nascar like it's not cheap to do it and you get your money back from racing and winning that's how you get your money back and it's one of those things where not trying to be funny i think they got a feeling if they let these niggas in here they'll fuck around and start winning Mm. and we we can't let the good old boys be mad because these niggas is winning they races yeah um i mean i really do think that if it happens not as a whole nother story but you're not even giving them a chance yeah i mean it's the same sport that you know they don't want women necessarily racing and you know you have to deal with all the um you know you have to deal with all the double standards and bullshit you know but there are black people that want to get into this i, I feel right. bad for black race fans that grow up their whole lives Love looking it. for this loving nascar despite right. all the shortcomings that some of the fans have you know i have an uncle that loves nascar and he'll tell you about you know all his experiences at the track and it's sad that they include some racism he's experienced but he's he good. still loves that sport right. you know and, and he should be able to enjoy it yeah but i mean you want to see yourself yes you do you know like you want to see yourself you want to be able to contribute you want to root for your for your team you know and 
they you know clearly have some issues at least getting people to either participate or allowing people to participate and the thing is nascar went literally went from one of the you know quote-unquote hottest sports yeah at one period of time like they was going across the country to they had to close tracks and shit like that because at the end of the day when it came to that goddamn diversity to actually not trying to get them over they weren't trying to hear that like if you cross over to black that means your white fan base can't be racist no more and they're not trying to hear that nascar said the lawsuit has no merit diversity both on and off the track continues to be a top priority for nascar and its stakeholders we stand behind our actions that will not let a publicity seeking legal action deter us from our mission i have a question well i don't even know this Uh, right that there's normally normally the when you see the big big races on tv are there any black drivers you see black crew pits i they, you know what I, I don't i don't know and i don't want to say definitively yes or no because okay. i don't know we'd have to uh do more research on that okay yeah we would really would but you I, know i've never seen it me either to be honest but i've never seen it you know i know there was a guy for a while that was doing it a few years back and that was like a big thing here in charlotte but i haven't heard about that dude in years now right i met maybe locally but you know I've, i haven't seen it on like the big big ones like the daytona 500 you know like well that i mean but it wouldn't matter what the race is okay. honestly okay, it, would, it really wouldn't matter this they're the suit is saying they're keeping people out of everything including the sprint cup like just uh, everything in, okay including you know and, and part too. of it is just you know it's black ownership to stuff too it's not just as simple as oh this black driver but like can a black person have a team can they you know what i mean like yeah, that shit is expensive yeah it's a lot you know um citing nascar's website the plaintiff says none of the 48 drivers in the sprint cup nascar's top racing series is black and only one of the 18 teams has partial african-american ownership they also said only one driver in nascar's xfinity series circuit is black motorsports remain the most racially segregated sport in the united states the complaint says nascar and the isc have been complicit in and supportive of the racially discriminatory environment that virtually excludes african-americans from meaningful participation it's also a sport where you gotta have a lot of money to get in but i've right but i've heard of black people that have said they wanted to get into the sport and um just, were just not allowed in like that uh-huh. we have the money we have we want to make a team and they're like nope right uh the lawsuit seeks 75 million dollars in compensatory damages and 425 million in punitive damages i hope they get every dime fuck you we'll see man uh diversity motorsports was founded by cox who was chief executive officer uh, officer uh bob shacked and bob uh, bob shack motorsports and uh is based in mooresville north carolina nascar is based on detano beach florida it has a manhattan office uh so we'll see zero to a hundred though oh yeah that's a hundred that's a hundred and i i don't care what nobody say they they like you know, somebody was like, well, they let them in the basketball, they let them in football, and all the sports changes be mm, just the only sport. Yeah, it's zero for me. I'm not fucked with it all by the fact they suing them motherfuckers. Like, good. Go get them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That part, yeah, that's a zero. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's essentially what the article is. It's about the lawsuit. We already know that, you know, they ain't exactly the most diverse uh sport uh out there yeah they ain't want to tell them people you ain't you can't bring your your your, uh, confederate flag up in here yeah all right i'm creating a new session because we're getting up against the break here so i'm gonna bring everybody over real quick but uh 
yeah that's definitely a hundred for me i mean a zero for me because i don't feel fucked with but a uh, hundred for you know obviously the discrimination that people have been experiencing true same know. score yeah I, uh, yeah my hundred was for the fact that yeah it's fucked yeah. up that they got to sue in the first place basically you know <laughs> that's where my hundred come in so sad man because right like you gotta sue just to go over there so you can get discriminated against you know what i mean <laughs> like isn't that some sad shit like i'm suing you so you can get i can work or get with you you know yeah. right right uh all right um let's get into uh something a little bit lighter guys okay okay this is uh, a little too much for us okay <laughs> can't can't do this all the time wait is this even the right one that is not even the right one hold on let me see let's do this one instead feel like watching short circuit made me feel like watch breaking <laughs> which one one or two electric boogaloo yeah it don't matter i love I, as bad as those movies was i love the fuck out of both of them mm. kim kardashian has finally freed the nipple guys she's freed the nipple oh, it's, not it's, a huge, it's a huge huge the, news what was they hiding huge areola news uh ah! in uh white people's in white people's world okay um but uh apparently she walked outside in a sheer top that uh left very little to the imagination um you could pretty much see right through it and see them titties uh it was a huge deal um as you can see in the chat karen it's just (laughs) you know it's looking it must have been cold out you know pretty nipply weather we have in here um ah! look man you spend though you spend that much what? on them puppies what i'm not might as well strut them everybody see in mine too then right uh but yeah so this is mm-hmm. big news yeah um, they mind ought to sit up like that too yeah um so see where my money went she was asked you know of course uh people were like wow what what is up with this with this is big news we need to know why are you out here putting these titties on display keep in mind as a woman that we've all seen have sex come on dog. but this is the most uh salacious thing going right now um she says i have always loved sheer 
i just don't give a fuck lol she wrote on her blog mm-hmm so huge news now you guys know that she uh she loves putting the tie-dyes on display and she loves sheer clothing and now you, if you guys see a nipple just calm down it's gonna be okay i clear it will be you know i ain't the first or the last one you'll see exactly um i ain't mad at her. probably the most expensive ones what yes mm-hmm uh now this is sad uh sad news and uh white people news i hope everybody's sitting down for this one uh we were all hoping for you know true love and true romance but it appears that after a month sophia richie and justin bieber have called it quits um they're no oh, longer dating you mean that little girl he was dating yeah she's 18 now now uh she was looking very somber in malibu and he was solo in germany meaning that they are no longer uh you know no longer together you know so what what she was nickelodeon girl disney channel chick uh, i think she's just like lionel richie one of her other one of his other children i think oh like uh nicole that would be one of his other children okay. as well mm-hmm uh yeah her parents are lionel richie and diana alexander richie and uh yeah apparently they haven't been photographed together since august 29th i knew something was up when he came back on instagram remember when we covered that story in white people news mm-hmm. and i told y'all how that there was a big revelation and everybody laughed at me but now you guys know that was just the beginning of him cooling things off with sophia and now that he's back here flossing for the gram because you know the people ain't stopped commenting about her he just didn't care come on dog yeah so now the 18 year old yeezy model has not been photographed with him since august 29th and on saturday she partied at the nice guy and earlier in the day she appeared somber at at uh, at the treats fourth annual white party in malibu her plus one was 10 10 ak who's 10 ak is that a person or a thing i don't know but the nice bring a gun to the party where the hell is the nice club the nice guy club at i mean i'm assuming the nice guy nobody harasses you i don't know i'm assuming the nice guy's a club that that seems to make sense i don't know what the fuck 10 ak is that is that a person abbreviation i don't know like the littles and all that stuff i don't know no i'm old yeah see there's uh richie akiva the 10 ak owner a celebrity so maybe it's 10 ak is is that uh oh i'm sorry that wasn't the end of the sentence her plus one was 10 ak and beecher's madhouse co-owner darren dezekiel there you go so she's been hanging with him meanwhile the where are you now singer was spotted in cologne germany on monday by his lonely oh he already on the where are you now list that's the name of his song oh <laughs> where are you now <laughs> i wasn't looking for them but thanks their romance got off to a roaring start in august as they frolicked in laguna beach california by mid-month they were holding hands in tokyo oh shit now and for her 18th birthday in late august they hit the doheny room in hollywood since she was finally 18 <laughs> so it seems they started dating before that hmm uh they took a trip to cabo san lucas mexico followed where they got uh pd uh their pda on while hanging out on a yacht and even ever since then uh they've not been seen together 
though she has been caught wearing his purpose tour sweatpants so who knows man but it's not looking too good mm-hmm. poor kid you know yeah justin bieber made the white people news since he turned back white well yeah i mean obviously um here's more white people news uh this is some finally some good white people news okay okay it's been very stressful some of these stories it's very sad sad stories breakups and things of this nature ah! titties nipples everywhere you know it's too much nipple gates an extremely dedicated pet owner spent five hundred dollars on their goldfish surgery that's right five hundred dollar goldfish surgery what was this fish worth five hundred dollars apparently at least five hundred dollar goldfish yeah that's right Hmm. i didn't know they did surgeries on goldfish what kind of surgery did it need eye surgery um blood transfusion what kind of surgeries we giving the fucking goldfish well apparently um there uh it got the the fish got sick um um nothing else matters in the emergency so you know people pay five hundred dollars for cats and dogs to get surgery all the time um well uh australian woman said i'm gonna do it for my goldfish brisbane bird and exotics veterinary services center in brisbane uh, australia uh shared photos recently of a goldfish a 21 year old woman brought into that clinic in desperate need of a medic the fish named conquer <laughs> have been acting weird so its owner brought it to the vet as one does with a 12 dollar goldfish and asked them to check it out according to the clinic that, that spoke to buzzfeed the attentive owner's quick action undoubtedly saved the past life and i'm sure there's like a cat stand involved <laughs> you know that charter, that goldfish got an mri right uh ma'am i hope you yeah i hope you're okay with this but your fish is very sick and we had to bring in a specialist to to fix it tell the truth tell the truth that's right your cat your goldfish has cte that's right (laughs) he's got a concussion playing fish football uh so so yeah um it really came down to the fact that his mom was so a mom <laughs> his owner was so observant the spokesperson said had she not noticed the subtle changes in her pet he would have surely starved I, um, I have a question what are the goldfish specialists in in our country like how does she you know how does she know she was taking it to the right place she took it to a, a veterinarian's place there was a 24-hour veterinarian oh so they specialize in fish too apparently so- i mean animals why would okay. you know you know apparently what had happened was uh you know those little rocks in the bottom that they love those dumbass goldfish love to just suck up the rock spit it back out suck up the rock yeah one of them got stuck and it couldn't eat uh, so when they was putting the little fishy flakes in there the goldfish was uh not getting fed so it's starving to death uh, and she noticed it and took it into the emergency care center and five hundred dollars later she saved that little goldfish life Mm-hmm. Twelve dollars. 
she walked up in that uh take my money yeah she did i hope she had pet insurance pet insurance for a goldfish yeah they got pet insurance for a goldfish for a 12 dollar goldfish she probably she ain't got it (laughs) i I do not even she paid out of pocket she absolutely paid out of pocket any price no price is too much for conquer couldn't even conquer a fucking pebble (laughs) now he you gotta pay five hundred dollars oh uh, well uh conquer got made the right owner it must be nice to have that that much money because uh, conquer would have been conquering the toilet good to be black or uh, white <laughs> that's all Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. uh all right people can exclusively confirm oh, that mel gibson and his girlfriend oh. of two years rosalind ross are expecting a baby together early next year already a father of eight kids gibson is thrilled about the newest addition friend close to the couple said quote mel and rose are so excited about the baby mel loves being a dad he and rose can't wait to be parents together the last two years have been some of the happiest years he's ever had this will be the first child for ross who's a writer and a champion equestrian vaulter a source told people that ross is great for gibson saying quote she has her own life but also seems to enjoy mel's they're very much on the same page now the baby news comes on the heels of gibson's latest directorial effort the world war ii drama hacksaw ridge which has garnered Oscar buzz and a 10-minute standing ovation at its debut at the Venice Film Festival. Now Gibson will soon head to Europe to shoot The Professor and the Madman opposite Sean Penn. Hold up. A 26-year-old is married to him? And that's after... Oh, she 26? Yes. And that's after the fucking Jeez. tape uh, with Mel threatening that woman and saying how she get raped by a pack of niggers and shit kids older than her yeah she's he's 60 years old and you went got to give me a piece of that Hmm, we on the same page because she want to outlive him i'm good for him oh and she got a child too yeah oh yeah she's straight oh man good luck i just hope nothing happened to her ain't that the truth you know uh all right let's get into some guest race and we'll get out of here guys all right we're gonna have a little too much fun but i'm glad we were able to bring it down from horrible police shootings and frame-ups and to go find out about goldfish and mel gibson's knife child <laughs> all right oh. now that is time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that is time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen in the chat room to guess the race and of course the chat room is racist <clears throat> all right story number one chaos erupts on a new york city subway when an off-duty cop who had been benched for assaulting a baby baby beating brainless baby bacon boys say that five times fast i could say it one time attacked a female subway conductor and throws her to the floor an off-duty cop has been arrested for attacking a female subway uh conductor sparking chaos amid uh, aboard a manhattan j train during morning of rush hour tramel davis who had already been stripped of his gun and badge for abusing his one-year-old niece was charged with assault on wednesday 
he's 33 years old of brooklyn he had been leaning against the conductor's booth door when it opened suddenly at around 8 50 a.m as it pulled out of delancey street uh davis had stumbled against the inward opening uh door of the manhattan j train and angrily confronted the conductor kia rivera 38 years old you better apologize he allegedly screamed during a heated row before he hit her in the face knocking her to the ground the conductor hurt her arm but was able to get up and grab the emergency brake during the bringing the train to an emergency stop the stop caused widespread panic through the carriages as passengers feared for a bomb or even a gunman was aboard someone yelled run and all hell broke loose oh life in new york gotta suck uh <laughs> right because you right and all of a sudden it come to a stop fuck yeah i'm getting off everyone was panicking passenger laura noguera 24 said everyone started running and crying and screaming and falling everyone thought it was a bomb i think everyone thought they were gonna die she said who uh she said she left her rent money for the month damn no wonder she really did that that's that's the excuse she's gonna use for a landlord i left my rent money behind i was so scared yeah uh you evicted uh fellow passenger said he believed that a gunman was on the train oh my god i'm gonna die i'm gonna die he said said petrona jerome uh footage of the incident shows a packed subway carriage as a man stood on the platform trying to calm down panic passengers the cops are down at the other train car where the problem is he is heard to say in a video on twitter everyone stay tight you can get out at either end but the cops are down at the other end now sorting out whatever the problem is another woman is heard yelling stay calm be calm one <laughs> stay calm be calm we gonna die uh, you ain't calming nobody ma'am right now we don't know what's going on but no one here is hurt as of as of this moment you are safe we're varying a passenger we're taken to the hospital for treatment after the assault her husband raymond rivera 42 uh said he was at a loss of words after hearing the off-duty cop had hurt his wife davis who has been a cop with the nypd for five years has since been arrested and charged with felony assault it convicted he could face up to seven years in jail uh in march he was arrested on misdemeanor assault endangering the welfare of a child and menacing for putting his baby niece in a headlock that when holding her then holding her up in the air by her head while angry the cop was reassigned to death duty after after the incident but still made seventy one thousand dollars last year wow well life is tough in the big city karen everyone's making a lot of money that case is still pending by the way uh so guess the race of mr tremel was his last name davis white karen's going white tremel davis all right let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe tremel davis's race is uh let's see i want to get goku i want to be goku white black man who also told her and his niece to smile uh (laughs) so blue is black a cop who was actually arrested blue lives don't matter if you're not if you're a brother black black like the night sky says emperor l the correct answer is black And Karen, of course, you missed it. Tremel. <laughs> There's never been a white Tremel in anything ever. In anything else. <laughs> what were you thinking? Can we see this picture? Are you even taking this seriously? I- you need to see a picture for Tremel, but you don't believe it? 
Tremel. He's uh, <laughs> What kind of show you think we running here? <laughs> Obviously not a professional one. Tremel Davis. Sound like a running back for LSU. <laughs> Sound a white man. Never been like, oh, this is our CEO, Tremel Davis. Ha <laughs> ha! Tremel Davis. He had to keep his goddamn job. Anyway, zero. You missed that. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, alright, let's see. Let me do one more. Um, how about, um, a North Carolina woman, 45 years old, has been arrested for having sex with her adult son. Oh. Who's 25 years old. Melissa Nell Kitchens allegedly had sex, uh, with Sean Thomas Pfeiffer sometime last month, according to the Buncombe County Police, uh, spokeswoman. The mother and son, both of Asheville, were arrested last week and faced felony incest charges, which could land them in jail for up to three years. Pfeiffer was being held for se- on seven hundred wait on seventy thousand five hundred dollars bail, according to the Runcom Sheriff's Office. In addition to the incest charges, he's facing charges of indecent liberties with a child, and is expected in court. A child? How did that happen? Ah! Pfeiffer's Facebook profile, which lists him as married features numerous pictures of what appear to be his baby son it also features several pictures of his mother what it does kind of lannister ass shit the kitchens uh <laughs> kitchens hit it at some family issues on facebook posts last year can't get over how handsome you are and i'm about to cry she commented on a photo of her son things are very stressful and i love you and i respect any decision as long as you're happy and safe i miss you and i wish i had more time with you and i guess people were like oh that's you know that's a beautiful the mom and and son are bonding but really they was bonding uh karen guess the race who am i guessing the race of both of them they both the same race white all right karen's going right let's check the chat room see what you guys believe uh cool whip white psycho 12 white that milk is spicy white that's how committed uh white men are to being in their kids lives (laughs) subway swirls white uh i would rather fuck my son than be with a nigger hillbilly white they think all meals matter white <laughs> the wonderful whites of west virginia and pasty white everybody went white on this and everybody was right <laughs> y'all love going white on that incest don't you uh is the picture showing up karen let me know no okay oh oh wow that's the family right there so you know not too bad looking for a 45 year old woman you know and uh her 25 year old incesty ass son smashing those cesty cakes to smithereens Mm, be careful the city gonna be burning i wonder if she got a gut full of sun Uh, Mm -hmm. that's right i went there that's why you listen to the show so he gonna be daddy son son daddy uh i don't know uncle uncle dad uh all right let's get out of here okay we played around enough it's time for some sore ratchetness 
and uh tomorrow's guest will be the ladies from whiskey wine and moonshine so yay yep looking forward to that guys Two men have been arrested after brandishing a sword and robbing a victim. This happened in Oregon. Medford police responded to a possible armed robbery around 11:30 Sunday night. When officers arrived on the scene, they determined the victim had been lured into the parking lot by two men asking if he wanted to smoke some weed. One suspect brandished a sword and demanded the victim's wallet and phone, while the other suspect displayed a handgun in his waistband with the help of witness of a witness officers said they were able to track down the two suspects identified as lawrence anthony jackson and justin d chapman police found a sword an airsoft pistol and the victim's property in a van that was associated with the two both men were lodged in the jackson county jail on charges of robbery menacing and theft chapman also charged was also charged with a probation violation <sighs> and they were white uh hey before we get out of here before we got here i did want to say two things one thank you i got uh you know my birthday is coming up uh this week Mm -hmm. and people have been you know getting stuff from the uh amazon wish list and stuff like that (laughs) thank you guys and somebody got me uh it's a tubman thing shirt thank you uh i think they did it anonymously so i can't even give you a Mm -hmm. shout out and say who it was but whoever it was thank you so much for that shirt i'm gonna be rocking that um and then also uh we got to hang out with uh coco qt mm-hmm. from uh you know from the twitters and uh and facebook and everything that was fun uh and we had a good time we had brunch yeah, went um, one of our favorite spots drank a couple mimosas mm-hmm. and just kicked it for a couple hours uh just talking like old, old friends and stuff um and so it was just a cool moment i think she was just in town for the weekend mm-hmm. uh to go see cam newton yep uh stomp that ass uh for the 49ers and don't bring up him cooning or that coon outfit he had after the game guys <laughs> okay we off that as a nation <laughs> we are past that shit yeah. stop bringing up it's one eighth of an inch of skin and y'all worried about that y'all gonna let that hold y'all back please yes uh, he did like he was a barbershop quartet me cam and and Lil wayne we all race okay y'all stop bringing up this old shit <laughs> but uh yeah so she hung out and uh we had a great time man and we snapped a little selfie and stuff for everybody so um put it in facebook and all that stuff so mm-hmm. thank y'all so much for listening to the show um we'll be back tomorrow with the ladies from whiskey wine and moonshine until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.